Hello, and welcome to my first trip report. I think it's safe to say that there is a lot of curiosity associated with Cuba. I went there for a week in the middle of January and for free, which you already knew about, but if you want to go there as well, go back and listen to find out how you can do it too. Here's the 401 on Cuba. In terms of what people have told me about Cuba, it usually ran along the lines of these four sentiments. One, the food is amazing. Two, the people are warm and wonderful. Three, it's really beautiful. And four, the cars are old and cool. Now, here's my honest take on Cuba. Yes, the people are warm and lovely, but the food is seriously lacking in flavor. I grew up eating Cuban food, so I know what it's supposed to taste like, and all the meals that I had down there missed the mark. Again, I understand that they don't have the necessary ingredients to make the dishes the way they are traditionally made, but to say that it's amazing is inaccurate. As the adage goes, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and the same holds true for Cuba. Havana, its capital, has its gems, but for every 10 buildings, 9 are dilapidated. Again, it's not because of the lack of effort or pride in terms of the Cubans. It's because they don't have access to the necessary supplies. If you are someone who finds uneven sidewalks, crumbling buildings, and no steady electricity and water in your rented home beautiful, then Cuba is your paradise. Again, I'm glad that I saw this with my own eyes because I can better prepare people who are visiting for the first time. Yes, from the outside, the cards look charming, but once you're inside, they're quite uncomfortable, especially if you're riding in one for more than three hours a time, as I did. Of course, these are first world problems, but the cars are falling apart on the inside, and I'm not a car aficionado whatsoever. But I do believe that if it can take me from point A to point B, then I'm good. So, that was okay. Yet again, the reasoning for this is that they lack the proper supplies to mend their interiors. However, it would be nice to have a semi-comfortable place to sit for a length of time since the roads are not in the best shape. Now, in terms of what I did love, the cigars, the rum, the people, and the beach. I went to Vinales, which is three hours to the west of Havana, and is where they grow tobacco for their cigars. The people there were absolutely gracious in showing my dad and I the procedure and allowing us to sample cigars for free. Another highlight was visiting and touring Havana Club in its capital, where they make delicious drinks, and I was able to learn how intense the process of making rum is. It turns out it shares many of the intricacies as wine. Lastly, I can truly say that I saw the most beautiful beach that I have ever seen in my life while in Varadero, which is about two hours to the east of Havana. It was literally white sand with no garbage surrounding it, and the water was absolutely crystal clear. Sadly, the pictures don't do it justice. All in all, Cuba was a very informative experience, and I'm glad that I went to see the real Cuba. If you stay cocooned in your hotel, you'll never see what is really out there in terms of life for the average Cuban person. Would I go back? No, as there is a big world out there for me to explore. However, that doesn't mean that I won't ever go back again. Of course, I firmly believe that the people of any country can make or break your overall experience, and for me... The people that I met were first-class and genuinely good human beings. Have questions about traveling to Cuba? Message me on Twitter at Point Redeemer or via email at masterofpoints and miles at gmail.com. Tune in next time where I will share with you the benefits of Amtrak's credit card. Until next time, bon voyage and happy responsible swiping.